episode of Nug Talk, a weekly podcast where we talk about everything going on in the NBA and everything going on for your Denver Nuggets. I know we didn't predict the game again. My fault. I forgot. <laughs> I didn't know it was on the back of the back. Um, anyways, I'm here with Phil. Phil, how's it going? Going good. <laughs> yeah, it's going good. We just won. We did just win. We were just talking right after the Spurs game. Um, everything's on the up and up for the Nuggets. And we'll definitely get on to it. Um, but beforehand, like always, we'll talk about things going on in the NBA, some news. Um, first off, more of a serious thing, we'll talk about Drew Holiday's contract extension. Um, I didn't think he was going to sign one. It seemed pretty unrealistic that he would get it done at some point in the season, especially with the season they've been having, which isn't bad, but it isn't what I'm sure Milwaukee fans or that team were expecting once he came aboard. But they ended up giving him an extension, um, so he's staying. He signed a four-year contract extension that will be worth at least $134 million if he exercises the player option at the end of his final season, which I'll tell you all right now, he will. Because yeah, that's so much money. He he already said in a video with Giannis where Giannis yeah, this is like, his last payday or something. Yeah, like it's his last payday, so he's definitely going to extend. Uh, he'll take that player option no matter what. Um but what do you think of Drew Holiday, a person who's always been connected with the Denver Nuggets, extending and staying in Milwaukee? It's an overpay, uh, but the Bucks had to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we'll see what happens. That team doesn't really seem to be equipped to win a championship. No, definitely not. And yeah, I agree with you. It's definitely an overpay, but I feel like it's the same reason... Um, you know, that you had to pay all the other free agents like Milton. Anyone that's not named Giannis, you have to just do it because you have to give Giannis a reason for why he signed that contract extension. Even though I guess they could have just been like, well, fuck you, you signed the contract. Haha, we won't get Drew Holiday. But yeah. they also gave away draft capital for Drew Holiday and a lot of draft capital for Drew Holiday. So they have to keep him. You have to keep him. You can't just lose him after you just gave up all that draft capital. You gave up Bledsoe and other um, valuable pieces of your team. Um, to get him so he's staying um, good for him for getting paid like he he knows it's his last contract so good for him to get it I think he's always deserved this kind of money because he's always been kind of a underrated player mm-hmm. um, so good for him now it does make it so he won't come to Denver which is I'm gonna tell people we couldn't even have got him anyways yeah we don't have any money this off season. we're gonna get most likely just 10 million dollars and whatever JaVale's contract is. So like $15 million. So maybe we could have, but he would have to take a discount. It wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, good for Drew Holiday. They're not going to do anything, I think, major in this year's playoffs just because the Nets are the Nets. But I mean, for them, it was the best move possible. It's kind of the similar situation to like Rudy Gobert's contract extension. Like Utah and Milwaukee, they can't do any better. <laughs> It's the same with, like, us. Like, we have to extend sometimes people to, like, yeah. max extensions sometimes that we don't want to. Um, so it just kind of happens. Uh, it's the curse of being a small market team, for sure. It is, for, yeah. But now on to more funny news. Um, I don't know what was going on. But all I know is Paul <laughs> Pierce went on to Instagram Live um, for some reason when he wasn't working in the ESPN game and talking trash about the Nuggets. Um <laughs> And he went on there, and he was with a bunch of ladies, some promiscuous ladies on Instagram live, and everyone saw, and, you know, he said some things, and 
uh, now he got fired from ESPN. So what are your thoughts about the situation? It's no, it's no shock to anyone that Paul Pierce is an idiot, and uh, that's all I have to say. I think he's just really funny. <laughs> I don't get what he was doing. Um, friend of mine's theory is just he was drunk. He's old. He didn't know he was uh, live chatting to a lot of people. He, he thought he was in like a close friends group live chat. Um, but either way, it's just really, really, really funny. I know all of Nuggets Nation is happy to see Paul Pierce no longer on ESPN because for some reason he just hated our team. For some reason he was employed on ESPN. He's, I mean, he's been awful forever. I mean, yeah. I mean, he was going to be definitely their not as good Charles Barkley. Like, he was there to always say the most outrageous things and get headlines for ESPN. Like, he said some crazy... Like, the craziest thing I think he ever said on live television was, I had a better career than Dwayne Wade. Oh, yeah. Which is, like, not even close. And even Jalen Rose, who was on Yeah, like, with roasted him, him for yeah, it. roasted him for it. It's just, like... I think he was doing it on purpose. He was trying to make a career for himself that way, being like Chuck and, you know, having bad takes and stuff like that. But it was just cringy, in my opinion. Um, now, the only reason we're making fun of this is because, first off, he's a millionaire, so it's okay that he lost his job. We don't make fun of anyone who's losing their job if they're, yeah, like, a they, normal person. They're all getting paid so much money to be a TV personality. Yeah, like, he's he's a fine, like, he's fine. He's set for his life. And it also sounds like he's going to have future ventures with promiscuous ladies talking <laughs> NBA content on promiscuous sites. But, you know, it sounds like Mia Khalifa is going to get a new sportscasting job, too, with him. So oh my God. I wouldn't be shocked if that happens. But we'll see. I think it's really funny. And, you know, Nuggets Nation loses a hater on ESPN. So that's always good. Um, and now we'll get into the actual important information. Um, we will talk about our games. Um, so we are on an unbelievable hot streak right now. One of the hottest teams in the league with the Jazz and the Suns. Um, and we'll be one of two left because the Jazz and the Suns are playing tonight. Uh, but we have won now 16 of our last 19 games. Um, we haven't lost since the all since the trade, I should say. Um, since we got Aaron Gordon, we're undefeated. Uh, and, you know, Jokic is playing MVP caliber. Everything just seems to be going well. So we'll just talk about the games. The first one was against the Los Angeles Clippers, 101-94. Um, pretty close, and um, well, actually, we were ahead in this game for most of it, but then it got kind of close towards the end. Um, but overall, the bench played really poorly in this game, and then the starters came in and played well. Who was your MVP for this game against the Clippers? Um, I guess uh, I'll give it to Will because he played. He's been playing well recently. I'm so shocked you gave it to Will. I mean, he's <laughs> when he shoots 50%, I have to give him props because that's so rare. <laughs> um, so I'll give it to Will. Well, I'm shocked. I would have thought you gave it to Jamal because he also shot 50% um, from the field it. in three. Um, he had eight rebounds. I That's why I'm even Jamal. He had eight rebounds, which to me is like yeah, that's that's crazy, crazy whenever Jamal does that. Um, but overall... Really good game. Um, the bench didn't play exceptionally well. Paul was the best with five points. Um, definitely not the best we could have played. We didn't close out um, the end of it how we wanted to, and I think that's been a reoccurring issue sometimes when we go up, at least until recently. 
So um, that was definitely worrying. But otherwise, it's a good win. You beat a good team. Um, and they have Paul George back. Um, and we were still uh, without Monte in that game. So it's a really impressive win to not even be fully healthy. And they were basically fully healthy. And we pretty much handled them pretty easily in yeah. their home uh, field. Uh, and then the next game was against the Orlando Magic, a reunion with Gary Harris and RJ, our first game with fans for the general public. Mm-hmm. Um, we won 119-109. We basically just kicked their butt. <laughs> um, uh, we did struggle a lot in the first half, though, but after that, it was over. It was over. That. It was lights out. But uh, who was your MVP for this game? Um, Aaron Gordon. Uh, he only missed three point three shots. 24.7 rebounds um yeah he was he was really good he was insane i will also give it to aaron gordon it's our first time we give it to him um well deserved he played really well 24 points like you said um seven rebounds uh jamal also played well 22 points five rebounds four assists mpj added 20 and 12 uh Jokic almost had a triple double 17 9 and 16 everyone played um super well the beginning they came out kind of lazy, and I think it had to do with the fact that we this was the first time in a long time they had two days off before a game, and Jokic said that they got a day off um, for one of those two days, like no practice, no nothing. They just got to relax, which is kind of rare for them, um, yeah. especially during this season. So I think that kind of made them a little bit sluggish and rusty at first, but then they got the rhythm going, and they started playing pretty well. And they just kind of manhandled the uh, Magic. And also, Monte came back and played really well in his first game back. He had 10 points. Mm -hmm. Basically was the bench um, for the most part. So that was good to see, too. Um, And also, shout out to RJ, because he played pretty well for them and had 16 points, um, four rebounds, and three assists. He also airballed a shot. And made Jamal (laughs) pretend he got bombed or something. Yeah, he was like... (laughs) looking above that was funny which is funny because it was i'm guessing jamal was his vet so jamal could haze him and make fun of him yeah he didn't seem upset that jamal did that everyone else on the internet got really pissed at jamal for some reason yeah and i think it was funny it was funny people are dumb uh but yeah overall really good game you beat a g league team like you should have um so that's all you can take um then the next game we came back and we played uh the detroit pistons 134, 119 was the victory um, for that. Uh, Jeremy's return, Mason Plumley's return. Jeremy roasted us this game, but we still won. Uh, what was your thoughts of his return, and also who's your MVP? Uh, he, I mean, this is exactly what Jeremy Grant wanted. He wanted to score a lot of points and then lose, I guess. I mean, yeah, that's what's been happening. <laughs> that's 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 now his. That's that's what he chose. That's his career now. So, um, ah, sure, I'll give it to Paul. He played really well off the bench. Twelve points. I don't know the last time we had a bench player in double figures. So the game before we just had Monte. <laughs> oh yeah, Monte. But like before Monte, especially. Yeah, before Monte, especially for sure. Um, I'll give it to because we can't give it to Jokic. Um, I will give it to Will Barron because he had twenty four. Um, 10 of 16, 3 of 6 from uh, 3. Whenever Will has games like this, you love it. Um, he also has 6 rebounds and 4 assists. Um, and then Jokic and MPJ added 27 and 25 each, respectively. And Jokic also, again, almost had a triple-double. Um, and then Monte started with them, had 10 points. Aaron Gordon played okay. But um, my takeaways from Jeremy's return is, like you said, 
Um, he's a very talented player. He's a great player. He didn't want to be a part of his team. He wanted to fulfill his own, I guess, individual goals and prove that he's one of the better scorers in this league. Um, he's doing that. He had 29 points. But, yeah, they're losing games. People just have different, you know, things they want yeah. in their career. Like, Aaron Gordon, super happy to be here. Super happy to only have to score nine points to win a game. He's amazingly pleased with doing that. Um, whereas Jeremy wanted a bigger role and he wanted to prove that he could do it. So good for Jeremy. Um, I will say, when it comes to Jeremy Aaron Gordon, I think this game proved that Jeremy fit would have fit better for our team than Aaron Gordon just because when they went at each other, it was pretty apparent. And also Jeremy just needs a better fit. Um, but Aaron Gordon, it's a great replacement. It's the best thing you could have got uh, for him in return. And at least this game, our bench finally played well for once because we didn't have a good bench play up until this point. Um, so that was, I think, our fifth win in a row or six. How many wins do we have now? We have five wins in a row? Six? That was our fourth. This I think tonight was our fifth. Okay. Um, and then the last game we just watched, we won 106-96 against... Sorry, this was our... That was our sixth win in a row. So now it's our seventh yeah. one. Yeah. Um, so this is our seventh win in a row against the San Antonio Spurs. We won 106-96. Um, who was your MVP for this game? Because mm, I watched it and I kind of saw like just how he was like, like how like the game folded. I'll just say it was Jermichael. I thought he played really well tonight. I okay. He played really good defense and shot well and scored. And I give it to MPJ a lot. So <laughs> that's fair. Um, I'll give it to. I can't give it to Jokic, even though this is definitely just a game that should go probably to him. Yeah. Um, but I'll give it to MPJ. Uh, just because uh, he played really well, had eighteen and ten. He still made some dumb decisions in this mm-hmm. game. Um, but overall, he played pretty well. Barn had 14, but shot terribly, but he had plus 15, so um, it works. Uh, again, Aaron Gorn, only, all he needs to do is get nine now, and he gets the dub. I'm sure he is very happy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, interestingly enough, we played Faku to start. I don't think that experiment worked out very well. Um, I think we should go back to starting Monte when Jamal's out. Yeah. Because uh, Jamal has been out the past couple games with a sore knee that he experienced, I think, in the Magic game. Um, so I think we should go back to Monte. I don't know. Uh, Malone wanted to use uh, Monte because um, he felt like he'd be better with the second unit, which I assume he, I mean, technically Malone's not wrong. The second unit did play a lot better tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I just, I, we just need Jamal back, to be honest. We, we do. Um, but yeah, overall, seventh win in a row. Um, now let's just talk about the takeaways because there was a lot of games. I would say the first takeaway that every Nuggets fan is talking about is Jokic's fouling, yeah. free throws, things about this. What do you think about him not getting any calls in the game um, against, let's see who it was, Philadelphia and the Clippers? And then what happened to him in Orlando with how he freaked out? And, you know, he, he definitely got fouled by Wendell Carter Jr. And then yeah. um, he got upset. And apparently Malone has called into the league. What are your thoughts about all of this going on with his free throw issues? Because he's only getting, I think, five free throws a game. Yeah, he's getting like, yeah, he's getting four point eight. Um, I mean, it's kind of warranted, I think. I think that like he doesn't get the calls he deserves to get. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not as physical as like players like Joel Embiid, who averages I think eleven. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but he still puts his head down and goes into the post and he pumps fakes and people are grabbing his arms all game and he Mm -hmm. just doesn't seem to get the calls that you would think that a mvp front runner would get um most of the time he gets all his points but like the old-fashioned way you know yeah he's just getting the points he's just playing really hard so like if you give him more free throws he could average like 30 so definitely could he could be near there for sure um so it's kind of frustrating but like what's the solution malone got himself ejected tonight by screaming at the screaming at the rest because of a missed call on Jokic. Jokic got frustrated so like i mean that's all you can do i guess is just get take fines and complain about the officiating yeah um i mean i definitely think uh at this point like he's definitely not getting as many free throws as he should i think anybody who watches his game sees that um and in my opinion it's not fair that that's happening to him but it just is and i think the reason it is is because he's at the point where like Shaq and lebron he's this big imposing force that these guys like i feel like they're like well they don't foul you they can't guard you so we'll just won't call as many for you and it's just like it sucks because he doesn't get the MVP treatment on the other side, which kind of like levels it out and balances it out. So he just gets like the calls he should get. Mm-hmm. It's like you'll talk to any Shaq fan back in the day. They're like, oh, well, he should have got more calls than he did. You talk to LeBron fans now. They're like, he should get more calls than he even does sometimes. Um, and their teammates all say that. Like they'll go from a team against them. Those guys were like, they get too many calls and then they go play for them. They're like, they're not getting enough. It's always this kind of concept. And yeah. I think that – Hopefully, once he gets MVP, it will clear up this issue of him not getting the calls he deserves. It should, because like you say that, but Embiid averages 11 free throws. I know. But then again, that's because Embiid's this flashier player. He's more vocal and whiny, and you know they he's more for the public. They're trying to, as much as I don't want to say it's them trying to make it so that those guys have a better chance to get MVP, it's totally that. <laughs> um, they want, they don't want Jokic to get an MVP. I think we all know this. If you're a fan of the NBA, you're a Nuggets fan. There's even fans who come onto Nuggets Reddit and they're like, "Yeah, they're totally hosing Jokic out of a MVP or trying to at least because they never talk about him on MVP on uh, you know ESPN or any of those outlets. Um, they don't give him the calls he deserves and all this stuff. So it just is what it is. Um, now Malone has tried to you know, call into the league and tell them that he's frustrated and try to get Jokic more calls. But I genuinely do believe that, like I made a joke when we were watching the game tonight, once we heard that, I think he's literally getting up to Adam Silver's voicemail and just going, I know you hear these, Adam. Why aren't you answering me? Try. We're trying to get these free throws. Um, I don't think that they're being heard. Um, I don't think they will be heard until he gets that MVP. Uh, again, I don't think it's fair. I definitely think they have a right to be frustrated. I think Malone took the right action tonight by getting in the ref's face. And maybe he shouldn't have got both of the technicals. He should have got one um, just to set the tone because it did change the how the game was officiated. It was a lot less ticky-tacky. Yeah. Um, and hopefully uh, they do um, just keep doing that, just keep being frustrated. And I'd rather Malone get the text than Jokic. Like, I'm... As much as they want to complain, um, our fans want to complain about the Orlando game, I'm so shocked he didn't get ejected when he ran into that ref. Yeah. 
that's usually an instant ejection, and he didn't get ejected. Those refs were terrible for both teams. Like, Jokic should have got ejected, but he also should have got that foul call, and they were terrible throughout the night. They were really bad. Um, obviously, is there any way to fix officiating? I guess not, because their union is, they like, don't, untouchable. They don't care to even try, it yeah. seems. So. It's just their union's just, like, untouchable, because if you don't use them, then you got to go to these even shittier refs, so they have just, like, absolute power. It's kind of crazy. Um Hopefully at some point they figure something out. But that is definitely um, unfortunate. But at least we're still winning despite that. And that's my other point to this uh, topic is just because we're not getting those calls um, against bad teams doesn't mean we shouldn't win those games. Like, I'm glad that even though we're not getting the calls, they're not letting them affect how they're playing. Yeah, they're still going to win. They're still winning these games. Now, it will suck once we get into the playoffs and those calls will affect games especially against a team like the Lakers, like we saw yeah. last year. I mean, the officials love to give games to the Lakers. So, so it will be um, frustrating, for sure. But, again, it's just you got to put your head down and just battle through it. I think that's just what we have to accept at this point, and hopefully it changes once he gets an MVP. Um, but that was one of the things that were people are talking about recently. The other takeaway from our recent games is the bench issue. Um our bench hasn't played super well until recently. The last two games, they did play pretty well. Um, what are your thoughts on why the bench isn't playing well? How would you fix it? What do you want to see to make the bench do better? Because the starters at this point are set. Um, I think what you need is you need Monte in the on, but there, and having him back has obviously helped. Um, he, he, I mean, Monte's always like our, the rock for the mm. bench, um, and they'll need him. Um, if you have like a lineup of like Monte, Faku, PJ, I don't like going small on the bench, but I understand that we kind of, and also in a way, it's kind of hard not to play both Paul and Jermichael because they're both basically the same player yeah. and they <laughs> both help a lot of things. But JaVale's been playing, I feel like JaVale played really well tonight. We didn't really talk about him, but he scored seven points, he did. Um, eight rebounds, um, and he got a block. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would, I would like to see him be out there just to kind of be like a presence because I feel yeah. like a lot of people don't like, I don't want to say don't game plan for that against the Nuggets because of Jokic, but like in a way I feel like they like feel like they can be more aggressive. And if JaVale's out there sometimes they maybe they can't. That's true. No, I think that's definitely a good point is to have experimentation with the bench lineup. I think at this point um, it was the Orlando game specifically where, the bench wasn't working, and finally Malone started putting in some new subs. He put in JaVale. He put in different units together. Um, like He did three starters and two bench players instead of four bench players and one starter. Like He was trying different things. Recently, he's gone back to, I think, the norm of what he was doing because he trusts Monte so much to lead the bench unit mm-hmm. and things along those lines. But I think the real key has been um, in the recent resurgence of the bench. Monte has helped for sure. But I think it's because, and I mentioned this to you a ton of times, um, you know, when we are just talking um, off, you know, recording, like I just uh, saying, and I said this on the last podcast too, I think the bench plays really poorly when Jamal's out there with them. Yeah. And that's what we did in those early on games. Um, when Monte was out, we put Paul, Jamichael, PJ, Faku, Jamal out there. And they all relied on Jamal way too much. And they're just like, Jamal's going to bail us out. We don't have to do anything. We don't have to cut. We don't have to do anything. We don't have to rebound. We don't have to 
we just we're just gonna let Jamal handle this. We'll set some screens and let him go to work. Yeah, and that was it. And it's like, okay, we'll try to run a play. Oh, it didn't work. Just give it to Jamal. He'll figure it out. Um, it was a lot of lazy play, I think, from the bench, just because they they have too much belief in Jamal, and not that it's unwarranted. Jamal's a great player, but I think it's just too much for his play. Only Jokic could really handle that much. Yeah, like pressure. I think even MPJ would do better, just because, like I told you before, I think MPJ is way better, obviously, at taking bad shots than Jamal, unless Jamal's, like, on fire, on fuego. Like, if he's in, in in the, you know, heat mode, then he can make anything. But, you know, it's hard when you're just forcing him to play 1v5. And these last two games, he's been hurt, and they put in Monte, and they just have an all-bench unit, and the bench is playing way better. They're moving a lot more. They're communicating a lot more. The other bench players are actually taking shots, like Paul's taking shots, Jamichael's taking shots. Monte's leading them like I think hopefully we'll be fine now to the point where we don't have to play Jamal with the bench unit mm-hmm. um but I just think that's definitely the issue is it's it's clearly been it just if you like notice because like he's gone they're not using him in that bench rotation anymore our bench has been playing better when they were they were playing really bad yeah um I think that's a big issue and I hope Malone has noticed it and I hope Malone gets to the point where he experiments and tries different rotations like he was doing in the Orlando game in the second half once he saw it wasn't working in the first half maybe playing JaVale more um here or there maybe playing you know less of Faku or more PJ you know just trying different things different lineups with different people um I think that will help immensely but I'd say definitely a bright side from this is I don't even think we've been playing our best basketball yet no I think there's been a lot of times where now our worst quarter is the first quarter. Yeah. Um, we come out kind of sluggish. We're not making threes. We kind of are back against the wall at the beginning. Then we slowly just, you know, our offense is so good at this point because it's the best offense in the league now, um, rating-wise at least, that we just – no team can keep up with us for four quarters unless they're a really good team. Mm-hmm. And we're not playing those teams right now. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think this team has another level completely to go to. Um, I don't know if you have the same feeling about it, but I, I think I do. I actually have the same feeling about it also like on the defensive end. I feel like they can be so much better there too. Yeah. We haven't even been playing exceptional defense. Um, that was another takeaway I've had for the games these past this week, especially is um our biggest issue this week has been these random rookie guards or young guards who are getting a ton of buckets on us. The Clippers game was Terrence Mann, uh Pistons game was Sadiq Bay. Orlando, RJ played really well against us. Um, like, there's these young guards who are just giving us these issues, and I don't know who that's on, if it's Jamal. I guess it's on all the point guards. Like, Jamal, uh, Faku, Monte, PJ a little bit too. Like, you guys got to stop those guys from scoring a lot. But I think I agree with you. I think defensively and offensively, we're just starting to hit our stride. We're just starting to do really good. And I think if you're a Nuggets fan, you should be really excited but you should also be really nervous because, again, like we mentioned before, we don't want to play the Lakers yeah. in the first round. Um, and they keep falling and we keep rising, so hopefully we don't have to, but that's the thing to see how it pans out in the future. But for now, we'll talk about our games coming up. So the first game we have is a rematch against the Spurs little mini series. Um, we played them on Friday night. How do you see this game going? Um, we should win this game probably pretty big, mm-hmm. I would hope. Hopefully Jamal will be back from this game. I don't really know he has, his timetable. He just has like a sore knee. Um, I don't think he'll be back just because it's not a good team. 
Yeah. So I don't know if Maybe against the Celtics? I don't know. They're not a good team either, I guess. Yeah. It's just like this is this is the nice thing about having Aaron Gordon now and also just like our team being clicking. Remember early in the season when Jamal was hurt, he couldn't rest. Yeah. Now he can rest. Now he can actually take some take some games. Yeah, we can give him time off. I think we should win this with or without Jamal. Obviously with Jamal it'd be a lot easier. Um, but I think this should be a, a easy win. Probably win it even more than we did this game, I think. I think as long as we don't come out slow, we should probably win by 20. Yeah. And I know we were up 20 at some point in this game, and then the you know the bench warmers came in and lost it a little bit. But mm-hmm. I just think like this would definitely be another blowout win. Um, then our next game is Sunday against the Boston Celtics um, in the Pepsi Center. Last game of our homestand. How do you see this game going with or without Jamal? Um, with Jamal, I think we'll win. Without Jamal, I'm still going to say we're going to win. I just feel like this team has become a good matchup for us, mm-hmm. um, especially with Aaron Gordon. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to say win. And this team's not even that good. Like, they're not the Celtics we've seen the last few years. Yeah, I agree. I think same as you. I think with or without Jamal, we win. It just with him, we'll win by more. Without him, we'll just win. Um, I think if Jamal plays, like, this could easily be a blowout, mainly just because Jamal – has exceptional games against the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Um, he always plays very well against the Celtics. Um, he just does really well in the series. Um, and Jokic also, he's going to do really well in this game because, again, they don't have anyone to guard him. Um, we Like you said, we just match up really well against the Celtics, and it's at home, so I see this being a win. Um, so, yeah, that should be good, ending the home uh, stand. And it'll be the first time we actually, if we do it, it's the first time we won out in the home stand. <laughs> all year i don't think we've done it before if it's like longer than just one game at home yeah so that'd be great because we need to really improve that home record because it's been god awful so far this season um but fans have helped out a lot for sure you can tell that jamal and all the guys have gained a lot more energy just by four thousand fans being in the arena um and then the next game is monday uh at golden state how do you see that going i think that's a national tv game we should win this game big um Steph will get his, just make it a team effort, play defense. You should, you have no business losing this game. Yeah, I think unless Steph has 50, we'll win. And I don't think Steph will have 50. I think there's only two things that could make us lose. Steph has 50 or Draymond gets over 10 assists. Whenever Draymond gets over 10 assists, I think they have an 80% more likelihood of winning a game. Just Because, like, um, but yeah, whenever he gets more in 10 assists, they usually are more likely to win. Also, if Steph gets 50, it's pretty hard to, you know, overcome that. Even though we have definitely the players to do that, we could still win if Steph get, uh, gets 50. Mm-hmm. Just don't want him to. I think we'll win pretty easily. This team is kind of down bad. They just lost by 60 to the Raptors a couple, uh, like a week ago. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not doing good. They're in a bad place. They're barely in the tournament for the playoffs or in the playoffs right now. Like, it is not going well for Golden State, which I'm sure for the rest of the league, everyone's happy because yeah. no one likes what they did to everyone for four years. Um, and then after that game, we come back home uh, for one game and play the Miami Heat at home. How do you see this game going? Um, when um, I also think this team is like a shell of what they were last season. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jimmy Butler's still scary, so you can't like sleep on them either. Um, but they shouldn't lose this game. I will say this is when our win streak ends. Really? We're going to lose this game because of Jimmy Butler. Because I'm terrified of that man, and that man always beats us. 
I think he will do well um, against us. I also think, you know, at a point, we have to lose. Yeah, that's true. And I think looking at my schedule, this is the game because Jimmy just goes off. And we like, because our month this month is extremely easy. Um, and I think this is just when the streak ends, but then a new streak will arise. Um, but yeah, I think we lose because Jimmy pops off. They actually have someone who can't guard Jokic, but at least someone who can, you know, match his output some nights on the other end and bam. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they got they. I know they're not playing super well this year, but they still got good players. They have all depot too, and all depot I feel like usually does well against us too. So I just feel like it's just gonna get to the point where we've played so many games, we've won so many. We're just gonna have one bad output of a game, and they're gonna have a really good one. So I'll say that's a loss. Um, then um, our last game we will talk about is um, that Friday um, against the Houston Rockets on the road. Uh, this is a win. <laughs> For both of us, I'm yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the Rockets suck. We should not lose this game. If we do, oh my God, <laughs> I'll be really upset. But yeah, so what? I had us, so you had us winning out mm-hmm. and being on a 12 game winning streak. Yep. And I had us losing only to Miami. Uh, so what? I had us one, two, three, four, five. So I had us four and one, you had us five and oh. Um, so we'll see how it goes. I mean, I definitely think both of those records are what should happen. Anything yeah. below that is bad. Yeah, you can't lose to these teams. Yeah, like I think anything below four and one is really bad. Four and one is like the minimum. Five and zero oh would be great. If I'm wrong and we went on a twelve game win, or we just keep going twelve game win streak, that's great. Um, we'll see what it does to the standings, but that'd be great. Um, but yeah, right now the Nuggets are red hot. We're playing really well. Um, hopefully we keep it up and hopefully Jokic can go out and get that MVP. But that's everything we have for you guys this week. Uh, make sure to like and subscribe. Tell a friend if you enjoyed the podcast and think they will too. Uh, make sure to catch us on all the podcasting platforms. And yeah, we'll talk to you guys next week. Go Nuggets.